Thanks for tuning in to the Change Church Podcast. We believe change is more than a church. It's a culture. And we are living out our purpose so that others can find theirs. We hope that this message encourages and inspires you. Now, here's Pastor Elijah Hollis. We've been talking about seeking, and we talked about this table that God spreads for us every day with new bread of life for us to partake in. And that's getting in his word, that's listening to his voice, that's just really praying and seeking his face. And so we, we, we just talked about that. What does that look like for us to sit down at the table, set an appointment? And if you haven't set an appointment, I really encourage you, do that. It's the most spiritual thing you can do beyond going to church, beyond getting involved with the group, beyond memorizing scripture. The most important thing you can ever do as a Christian is to set an appointment with the king because he wants to speak to you. And what he reveals to you is now for you to reveal to others. That's good, Elijah. Preach it. All right, I will. I will do that. Yeah, let's go. Um, Yeah, so we talked about seeking and really getting to his presence. The next week we talked about training to win and listening to the right voices and training in a way to run to get the prize. Not just running to be a part of the race. Not participation trophy. All right, you did it. No, we want to win. Any other parents want your kid to win? (laughs) I don't want my kid to participate. I want him to win. (laughs) It's just a competitive nature, but I believe God's a competitive God. So let's do this thing, right? Um, But we, we talked about getting involved in the race to win and burning the ships of escape. Sometimes God can call us to something and we're like, yes, plan A is to get involved in with it and to do more then. And then we get out there and it's like, this is scarier than I thought it was. And this isn't the timing that, and I don't feel prepared. And so we go to plan B, right? We talked about the way of escape. We got to burn the ships. There's some unforgiveness in our life we have to burn. And not just to say, I forgive you, but to literally say, God, change our hearts to where we're praying blessing over our enemies, That's burning the ship. It's literally not going back because now I love and care for my enemy. It's burning the ship of sin. There's some things that easily entangle us. And it's not just saying, God, forgive me, and I know your grace covers me, but it's stepping into a life of setting boundaries now around that sin because it's children of the king, and if you want to step into the morden, there are some things you cannot do and some places you cannot go. And it's not to set rules on you. It's actually to release you in what God has for you. It's not to be like, well, to be a Christian, you can't, 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 can't. It's like, no, no, no. To be a Christian, you can, 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 can. Like you step into a life of more than, where you're experiencing favor, blessing, hope, love, in a way that you can't when you're involved in sin. So we talk about burning the ships, burning the ships of doubt and fear, where we don't put our hope in the outcome. So many of us do this. Well, I prayed and it didn't happen. So my faith is kind of meh. And our faith is in the outcome instead of the one that holds the outcome. Instead of the one that has everything in his perspective, 2020 vision, we have to trust him because he holds the outcome. He's faithful. He's faithful. Talk about burning the ships. We're not, we're not relying on the outcome. We're relying on him. Relying on who is the one who holds the outcome in his hand. And then we talked about third week, we had 3D Sunday. How many ever thought you'd wear 3D glasses to church? I love it so much. I love this church so much. We talked about getting his vision, though. 
And the two, the two filters that we look through our life is his purpose and his heart. And if we can get his heart, if we can feel what he feels, if all of a sudden we can be broken for the things that he's broken for, now we live differently because we see our lives correctly. We see money correctly. So many of us think, you know, money's for gaining. Wrong. Money's for giving. And when you get that wrong, though, you'll be frustrated your entire life. You'll never have enough. You'll never be satisfied. But the moment you shift and you see his purpose for money, you see, wow, money's not to gain, but money's to give. So you become a conduit that God blesses and you give out, blesses and you give out. You'll see your barns will start to grow because you can be trusted with more. And you'll, you'll, you'll understand, wow, this is what money's for. It's for giving. And you become a generous person. All of a sudden, you have favor. And you're like, what the jazz? I, this is so crazy. Yeah, because you finally see clearly why you're here and what to do. You see people through the correct lens. You don't see people as an obstacle. You see them as an opportunity. And all of a sudden, you walk to your job, and those people that you used to avoid, now you conquer. <laughs> now you pursue. And they're like, what is wrong with them? And you're like, yo, I see you with a new perspective. I see the brokenness. I see how God sees you. See, God is broken for those around us that don't know him. He's broken for it. He weeps over it. In fact, the Holy Spirit says, or the Bible says that the Holy Spirit groans over us with groans that are so deep that we can't even understand them. It's he's interceding for us. Why? Because he's so broken. The Bible says that God's heart is that all may not perish, but all may know him. So we're getting his, we're getting his vision. We're getting involved with what he's doing. We're hearing his voice. We're, we're getting his purpose to know why we're here and what we're doing. And then last week, uh, it was so powerful. Jack talked about the anointing of God. Were you there for this? If you weren't, you missed it, man. Check out the podcast. It was super good. We talked about the anointing, how it rests on us so we can release it to others. But the only way to get that anointing is get through with the Father and become like him. And when you get like him, when you get him face to face and you start to realize who he is and what he works in, you start to be like him. When Jesus left and he went to heaven, he told his disciples, I'm going to send you a helper. And he sent the Holy Spirit. And he just talked about how we have the Holy Spirit with us everywhere we go. Everywhere we go. He's our helper. He's the one who speaks the words of Jesus into our ears so we can remember what Jesus said. He empowers us to release the kingdom of God everywhere we go. So today, I want to shift our focus because we've really been talking about getting, 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 like seeking God, getting his perspective, breaking our hearts, getting the anointing on us, and all that stuff. Today, I want to shift because we're going into real love, and I want to shift our focus from what God's doing in us to what God wants to do through us. It's a shift in perspective. It's a shift in motive. It's a shift in being intentional with your actions and your words. But it's a shift that has to take place. Because a lot of times, us as Christians, we can get so used to basking in the glory of God that we actually get comfortable sitting in his presence instead of moving in his presence. Oh, you didn't know I was going to preach today, did you? <laughs> Some of us get so used to the glory of God, and, but we, we contain it to this mindset that the glory of God is here in this church. And the glory of God is in our devotion time. And the glory of God is in groups. But not at my job. Ew. The glory of God is not there. In fact, everything opposite of the glory of God is there. 
Come on, somebody, can I get a witness? And students, you go into your school, and you're like, yes, the glory of God is at church, but not in my high school. Have you seen the students I go to school with? Have you experienced my teachers? Have you experienced all? No, you don't understand. The glory of God is not there. And sometimes we get so complacent with realizing that the glory of God is here and we feel it so easy to worship God here, right? Because we're collectively worshiping him and you just feel his presence in this place. It's just super powerful. And what he does here is just amazing. But sometimes we can get so complacent to leave it here instead of realizing the true more than life is actually to take this glory and now to reveal it to our world. That God just doesn't want to do something in you. He wants to do something through you. So we have to look at John chapter 10. So check it out with this. I love this scripture. John chapter 10 verse 10 says, The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come, this is Jesus, I have come that they may have life. Everybody say life. But he doesn't stop there. He says they may have life and have it to the full. Woo, baby. To the full. Another translation says, more abundantly. Not just to live, but to live in the abundance, the overflow. There's so much it pours out. So much glory in that it can't stay in. So much life in you that it flows out of you, that everywhere you go, you live in the abundance, not in the survival mode, but in the abundance of who God is, that you seek him, and yes, you're partaking the bread of life, and you're getting all of him in, you're getting his vision and purpose and heart for your life, and you just feel like so in tune with what God's saying, what he's speaking. Now it's time for that overflow to come out of you and onto everyone around you. That's the transition. It's live life, yes, to be victorious in Christ, yes. To be saved of, of all your sins, to set free, burn the ships, yes. But then the more then is stepping into the purpose of God for your life. Our big thing here at Change is we live out our purpose so that others can find theirs. It's very intentional. And our mission will never be complete. Think about that. We're living out our purpose so that others can find theirs. There's always others. <laughs> There's always another. And every season of life takes you to more others. You go to school, you know, we talked about this, like sometimes we view school as something to get through. Uh-uh, wrong. School is a place of breakthrough for you and those around you. There's always others to come alive to their purpose. And God is calling us to this life of not just being victorious in Christ, not just being set free, not just being generous, not just doing that part of it, but stepping into the life where we are setting now others free of what they were in bondage to. It's looking around saying, wow, what can I release? What can I release? Look at your neighbor. Say, hey, dude. Hey, girl. What's going on? Tell him it's time to move. Tell him it's time to move. It's time to move. Living a life of more than is so huge. And, and sometimes we can get this, this, this mindset that... Um, Christianity, church, God is all about us feeling good. All us feeling good. Well, you know, you hear things like, well, I went to that church for a little bit, but 
just uh, I don't know. It just wasn't for me. Like I just didn't feel and all this that you see, you hear all these lines of it's me, me, consume, consume, consume. It's not bad. I understand. You got to find your cup of tea and then drink it. You know, you got to find your space. You got to find your circle. Find your family and then run. But sometimes our shift, our focus can be so on what it is for us that we forget the true reason we're here. We forget. Jesus, when he left him, he, sa- he told his disciples, now it's time. What I've done in you, all the glory you felt uh, as I've been with you, we've experienced all these miracles, signs and wonders. Now it's time for you to go into all the world. Go and make disciples. Go and make. Sometimes we can sit and stay, right? Well, God, we just love you. We just want to stay here. We just want to sit in your presence. And sometimes we can even separate church life and real life. Well, that's my Christian walk. Well, that's what I do at church. It's not what I do in real life. Sometimes we can be so caught up. But Jesus said, listen, this is the whole reason you're here. Let me break it down for you. It's very simple. Ready? Go and make disciples. Everything I do in you now is to come through you, and now it's for others. As soon as you got set free of your sin, this all stopped being about you. (gasps) Pastor, you should not talk like that. But it's truth. It's truth. As soon as God set you free, and you're a child of the king, stop being about you. Now it's about those that don't know Christ. Why? Because we're free. We're free. And now we come alive to our purpose of setting others free. And that's the more then. That's the overflow. And see, when you understand your relationship with God is so key. Like, we've been talking about this. That's why we took four weeks on this. Because you have to understand, the focus on him, the getting what he has into your heart and life is so crucial. Because don't think you can go and make on your own thoughts and heart. Don't try. It's a waste of time. But when you have his kingdom in your life, you can't let it sit there. Can't let it stay there. It's meant to move. It's meant to go. It's meant to make. We were at uh, breakfast uh, the other day at Green Eggs Cafe. If you've never been there, you need to go. Put on your top 10 list. It's incredible. And uh, just everything, the service, the food. They bring out these um, red velvet pancakes that literally could feed a tribe of people. It's amazing. Just there's abundance. It's, it's the abundance of the Lord in one meal. <laughs> it's like, wow, this could feed me for a week. It's amazing. Um, but we were there. We were just talking. We were hosting um, somebody in from from out of town and and just having a great breakfast and just talking and and I just really felt a nudge in my spirit to pray for the person behind me I don't has anybody ever been there where you're just in the middle and I don't know about you but but I pray these prayers like God give me an opportunity speak to me give me an opportunity to share your love to share and reveal your kingdom do you pray those dangerous prayers I pray this dangerous prayer every morning I'm like God okay I'm done with my time with you now give me opportunity to reveal what I've what I've found right? Because you can't reveal unless you found it. But once you found it, you better reveal it. So I'm God, give me an opportunity. But how many have ever been there where like, you're sitting there like, God, not now. <laughs> like, isn't there a better time in my day? Like, I'm busy. 
I got a to-do list, or I'm just enjoying this meal. We're hosting, God, we're hosting somebody. Like, this is not a time to do that. You, you ever argue with God? And the whole, I'm just being real with you. Through the whole meal, I'm like, God, no, now? Really? I just really felt it, so I turned around like, all right, listen, might sound kind of weird, but I just feel like someone at this table has issues with their breathing or respiratory stuff. Just I don't know what it is, but there's just something going on. And the girl literally looked at me. She's like, every day of my life. I was like, wow, God loves you so much. He's so crazy about you that he's been on my heart for you all of my meal. And I couldn't leave this place without talking to you and praying for you. And <laughs> it's funny because her friends were like, But it's what God does. It's who he is. And he has so much love. Don't you think he's going to reveal to you what others need? Absolutely. But it's becoming aware that he's with you and aware that he has a plan for you. That it's not about you. It's about how can you release people from the bondage that they're in. To show them the love that Jesus has for them. To release what's inside of you. But we'll never get there. Unless we make the shift, say, God, I want to be more than a conqueror. Don't want to just be victorious, but I want to work in the things of you. Got to be broken for what he's broken for because there's a, there's a huge world that we are releasing and revealing who he is. We're revealing who he is in our world. Are you ready for this life of more than? Everybody go home. Are you ready for this life of adventure? Man, some people tell me Christianity is boring. I'm like, you're not doing it right. It should scare you to death. Because everywhere you go, you're like, oh, God, who are you going to point out to me now? And he'll highlight. He'll highlight so well. He's done it so many times. Sometimes we can get so caught up and like, God, I don't know what to say. You just have to release what you hear. You release what he reveals. That's it. And you just tune in. <laughs> so many of us aren't tuned in. You ever get in your car and the radio station's on something crazy? And it's like, <laughs> and then you go, and it's like, ooh, hey, welcome to smooth jazz. It's tuning into the right frequency. When you're in the middle of something and you all of a sudden tune in and say, God, I'm aware that you're here. What do you want to say? All of a sudden you tune in because he's speaking constantly, but we're not listening. But when we tune in, all of a sudden we're like, that person right there? Okay, let's do this, you know? And some of us are so caught up in the outcome, too, that we, we forget it's not about getting it right and getting to the outcome. It's about risking and getting that faith in us that we can move more in what he does. Sometimes we're so caught. Well, I prayed, and it, it was awkward, and I said, did you have heart problems? They said, no, and I was like, okay, bye, you know, and I walked away. It was just, it was awkward. Hey, let me help you. It's okay if you get things wrong. Just explain, hey, I'm learning to hear the voice of God. I'm learning, and is there anything wrong that I can pray with you about? It's okay to have training wheels at first. Holy Spirit will take those things off, and you'll glide. But you'll never know until you step out of the boat. It's time to move. At Change Church, we believe in doing life together. If you want to connect with us, you can visit us online at thisischange.org. 
or any social media platform at This Is Change PHL. Thanks for joining us and have an amazing week.